World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. <coughs> it's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, got some technical issues going on here at Gold Coach Dave Live down in my multi-million dollar studio. Maybe it's fact that we're putting together a $2 million green room over there so people can come and watch us live. Maybe that's maybe there's some interference going on. Had to uh, had to clear out some area over there. Uh, tongue in cheek, of course. This is day two, 25,803. 25,803. So what the heck are you talking about, Coach? Well, that's the, that's the amazing thing about AI, isn't it? It's crazy. It's it crazy. Today is 25,803. That's how many days I've been alive. That's how many days I've been alive. 25,803. Now, watch this. this how, you tell me how this works, all right? I'm going to talk to Siri here a minute. Hey, Siri, how many days from November 26, 1952 until today? It was 25,803 days ago. How, how, did that, how does that happen? How can that happen? <laughs> I'd be out pounding my calculator and dividing and multiplying. Yeah, huh? Nothing hidden that will not be revealed. You know, when we think about God really being able to keep a record of everything we've done, you see how he can do it now? You see how he can do it? Keep a record of everything, everything we've done. Crazy, 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 crazy. Hey, I got, I'm on a little bit of a different mood today. I'm in a, uh, uh, gonna be, this is going to be a pretty heavy show informationally, right? So bear with me today. So Bible tells us that we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And we really, really are. I know this. I'm really ignorant of Satan's device. Anybody say me too? Me too? That all they taught me, me, me too, that, coach. All me they too. taught me in my church was that uh, the devil was out to get me. That's all I ever knew. They didn't. When I was growing up in church, I, of course, again, I grew up Catholic. I never, never heard any mention of demons or demonology or spiritual influences or dark forces or I, I never knew. I never heard any of that stuff. And then when I got radically born again in 1988, uh, then. I started to learn a little bit about it, but I still didn't. I still didn't get it. They didn't really talk about it. Can I tell you why? Stuff we did yesterday. Uh, how much money the churches are bringing in? Bringing in two point five million dollars a church. A church bringing in two point five million dollars and money never leaving the church. I could camp on that one all day long, but I'm, but I'm not going to. Um, I'm going to take you someplace today. I think I think you're going to be glad you glad you tuned in here. We're going to talk a little bit about demons, demonology. I've been up. Uh, Quite a lot doing some research this morning because the Lord prompted me to, and I became. Uh, I've done this before. This is a as a uh, uh, teaser. Do you guys know the seven principalities of hell? We talked about it before. Do you know that? Well, just hang in there. That's where, we, that's where we're going to go today. Hey, please pray for uh, Pastor Mike Spalding's wife, Kathy. Your son is a convicted pedophile. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, he isn't. That's not true, James. That's not. That's not true. I don't know where you got that. That is absolutely not true. Um, uh, Pastor Spalding's wife, Kathy, just having some some medical issues, and they're, they're going to the doctor, and he just requested. He knows what a powerful group of prayer warriors that we have here. And uh, we just pray that we would pray for Kathy Spalding for complete healing for, for Kathy, right? Whose report will you believe? Because see, going to the doctor sometimes, one of the worst things you can do, because the doctor plants fear and doubt in your heart. Somebody say amen. You don't have to. Uh, they plant amen. Fear and doubt. It could be this, it could be Amen. this, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this. And I remember an old song we used to sing in church, whose report will you believe? We will believe the report of the Lord. Hey, Spencer, see if you can pull that up there. Whose report will you believe? Go, maybe go to YouTube someplace. Because this is so true in all of us, folks. Remember, lies, deception, and fear. Lies, deception, and fear. 
lies, deception, and Ron Tanoli. There it is. Play that. Let's say, hey, whatever. Mike's, I talked to Mike McKee yesterday. Mike McKee, folks, this is like a church here, isn't it? I mean, I hate to use that term. It's certainly a fellowship. He just went on and on about the cards that he got and the calls that he got and just how, how remarkable uh, you guys all are. And uh, so when we pray, we have to pray and believe. If we don't believe when we pray, or how about this? How many times do you uh, not control your tongue and give praise to the devil and reinforce? Let's let's say there's energy. L- let's say it's like uh, squirting with a water hose. And if you praise Jesus, he gets squirted with a water hose. And if you praise the devil, he gets squirted with a water hose. Or, or look at it a different way. Let's say it's a current that if you praise Jesus, power goes into Jesus and comes back. But if you praise the devil, power goes into the devil and comes back. And how many times do we find ourselves, as Jesus said, life and death, power of life and death is in the tongue. It's in the tongue. There's something in there. And how many times do you find yourself just because of your nature saying, speaking death to yourself? You can say amen. You can say amen. Because why? For some reason, lies, deception, and fear is our, fall, it's our fallback position. It's amen. our own nature. It's our fallback position. And that's why Jesus amen, coach. every thought. All right. So Ron Canole is going to sing to us down to bottom. It's only two minutes and 40 seconds here. Whose report will you believe? I don't know if you guys have ever heard this song or not. Go ahead and play that this morning. For Kathy Spalding and everybody else out there that's dealing with medical needs, financial needs, whatever it might be. Go ahead, play it. <clears throat> Can't hear it if it's playing. Can't hear it if it's playing. Tells you gonna believe what the what the doctors tell you. I'll never forget what Paul Goslin said to me. Coach, quit chasing numbers. Quit chasing numbers. Quit going to the doctor and let the doctor do tests on you and then say, Oh, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this, it could be this, it could be nothing. And, and you walk there and you're worried for two weeks till the test reports come back, and then they say, Oh, it looks all looks pretty normal here, right? And who cares what the report says anyway? What does the Lord's report say? Amen. You all with me here today? Cool. I got boom, coach. Yeah, boom. I'm, I'm booming. I, I got a lot. I need a. I need four hours today. Let me start off with something funny. Pull up the states and pictures. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Uh, states and pictures. I didn't number them today, Spence. Sorry. This is pretty cool. Uh, found it on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> I should get that. Now, not that one. Not that one. Uh, where is it? States and pictures. No, what did it say? Hmm. I can't hardly hear you, dude. There you got it. This I'm going through this real quick. And Angie, Angie posted this on her website and I or on her Facebook page. And so here's what they, I think artificial intelligence has created whatever the image of people living in certain states would be. Okay. So if you could just click on. No, all 46 down here at the bottom. And it's going to show you each state, what, what AI created the image of a person in each state. Okay. What state is this? Uh, and I'll click the next one. We got to do this quickly. Here we go. Does it tell us the state? That's Can't see it. Oh, Colorado. There's got a Colorado. Next one. Connecticut. That's what people in Connecticut look like. Delaware. AI created. This is what people in Florida look like. Ohio's coming up. Hang on. Georgia. Here's what guys in Georgia look like. 
Hawaii. Yeah, that's what that's it. That's what a Hawaiian looks like. Here's Idaho. <laughs> this is Illinois. See, this is what they think of us, folks. Huh? Next one. Indiana. Yeah, there they are. Iowa. The guy in Iowa. This is what flyover country they think of us. This is Kansas. <laughs> Kentucky. It's true, isn't it? It's Louisiana. There's Dale. <laughs> Maine. Oh, that's Maine for sure. Here you are, Jack. <laughs> Maryland. Uh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Massachusetts. <laughs> Are you seeing yourself there yet? Michigan, that's for sure. <laughs> we don't give a damn with the whole state of Michigan. Minnesota. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> There's those hill jacks down Mississippi. Missouri. <laughs> Montana. Oh, I believe that. That's what those guys in Montana look. There's Nebraska guys. Yeah, these are voters for Trump. Nevada. <laughs> New Hampshire. Yeah, there. <laughs> this is so good. New Jersey. <laughs> New Mexico. <laughs> New York. Yeah, that's right. There they are. Wall Streeters. North Carolina. Dressed all nice grill and brand new grill. North Dakota. Way out there, Betty. North Dakota. Ohio. <laughs> this is what they think of us, folks. This is what they think of us. Oh, my goodness. Oklahoma. There you go, Randy. You Oklahomans. Oregons. That's true, isn't it? That's what they look like in Oregon. Tim, there you are. Pennsylvanians. Here's Bobby Lee. That Bobby Lee right there. Rhode Island. Oh, yeah, they're all prim and proper up there in Rhode Island. South Carolina, yeah, a bunch of hilljacks down there, too. South Dakota, way out in the middle of the field. They don't know anything that's going on out in South Dakota. Tennessee, there, Clay, here you are, Clay. There's Clay. Oh, there's Chad Estes, if I ever saw him. There you are, Chad. (laughs) This is too good. Utah, there's all those Mormons. Look at them. (laughs) Uh, Vermont. This is what they think of as Virginia. Oh, yeah, there they are. George Washington and his wife. That's who it would be. Washington. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wisconsin. Got some cheese and some beer. He's happy. <laughs> Wyoming. I don't know what he's doing. <coughs> Alabama. <laughs> what about Alaska? Yeah. Arizona. This is what AI, the, the image of people, Arkansas. No wonder they call us fly of the country, huh? There we are, California. All right, all right, you can pull that down. Good for a laugh here this morning, right? Good for a laugh. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I got to talk about Jason Aldean. Uh, pull that up there. I didn't number Jason Aldean. Have, have you guys followed this story? Um, he wrote a song called uh, Not in a Small Town. And they're canceling him right and left, right and left. Now, this is going to backfire just like Bud Light, just like the rest of it, because Jason Aldean is smart enough to know who his audience is. So for those of you who have not heard this, scroll down a little bit, Spence, and I think we can probably play it without getting banned on YouTube. I don't care. We're not on YouTube anyway. So here it is. Jason, now, folks, listen, listen. This is pure racism, okay? Pure racism. You can put on rap music, black music, whatever that would be. You could put on what, whatever. Uh, put on whatever music you want to. But as soon as you put on country music from a small town, see, they want to say that this is inciting violence. That's what they want to say. They don't even get the idea that this is the heart. This is why Bud Light made the mistake, because they don't get the idea of the heart of who America really is. See, the heart of America is not the big cities. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. And you saw from that thing that we just just showed you there, what they think about us in flyover country. So Jason Aldean released this new song called Not in a Small Town. And I, I, I watched it the first time. I thought, amen, amen. Go ahead and play that. Look upon 
somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line, it won't take long For you to find out, I recommend you don't Try that in a small town Boy, is that ever true, huh? I hate us, folks! Got a gun that my granddad gave me They say one day they're gonna round up Well, that shit might fly in the city Good luck, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road a second. Folks, I want you to watch as this video is being played. He's showing actual video of what's going on in the cities, right? This isn't made up stuff. This is real stuff going on in the cities. And as he's saying, you ain't going to do that here. <laughs> you ain't going to do that here. Go ahead. Okay, you can stop it now. Try that in a small town, right? And they say it's hatred, promoting violence, and all that kind of... Hey, folks, listen. They hate Christian middle America. Do you understand that? Do you really see it now? Do you understand the war that's going on? Hey, hey, folks, you can do rap music, and they talk about what... I mean, come on. You know what they talk about in rap music? Nobody talks about that being hateful, right? Huh? Try that in a small town. And now he's being banned. Are you ready? Being banned on country music television. Now, you heard that right. Jason Aldean, this song, banned on country music television. So I'm going to talk about some demonology here if I get a chance to get into it. uh, Because I want to try to connect some dots here. This See, we're doing good here, man. We're doing good. Look, i got a couple of hands up. I'm going to go right now because it's probably regarding this. Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, boy, that reminds me uh, when when we had all those riots back out on the West Coast and uh, Antifa or the, the Black Lives Matters group was coming into Coeur d'Alene in Idaho. And all those roughnecks, man, they had their AR-15s out there. They were not going to let them come in. And, of course, they turned around and went back. So that, that song reminds me of that. So, so, Glenn, it's the same thing, folks. Don't, don't Look, please don't miss what's going on. Think about Antifa and how they destroyed cities and how the police treated them and how we were treated on January 6th. That's all you need. They do not want small-town America poking around big city business. That's what what it's at. And it's the heartland. They call it the heartland for a reason. That's the heartbeat of America. The heartland's going to save America, friend. It's going to. God, I didn't want to get to talk. Oh, good, Fred. Quickly. Quickly. Yes, sir. The, uh, the reason they're saying that it's racist is that courthouse, there was a, a, general, a black man lynched in 1924. And they're saying that because, it, because of that and the fact that it had the Black Lives Matter is the reason that it's racist. There you go. There you go. There you go, huh? Oh, yeah. Only whitey can be racist. Only whitey can. Huh? Only, only whitey can be hateful and homophobic. Only whitey can. George, quickly. 
every single one of those people in all 50 states were white and made to look bad AI. Amen. That's right. Oh, yeah, you're right. Great point, George. George is talking about the, uh, the, uh, the link of the states. Every one of them were white, and they were made to look like fools by artificial intelligence. Jeff, quickly. A couple of years ago, when that Black Lives Matter group came to Mount Vernon up on the square, 500 of them, we went up and checked it out. And then I found out, I looked around, there was guys everywhere on Main Street scattered down through in front of the businesses. And they told me, said, we're here and we got guns. Mount <laughs> Vernon. Nothing happened, but there was guys close everywhere. Amen. Amen. Hey, but see, folks, we have to understand that's also what they're trying to force us to do. That's where they're, that's where they're really trying to show. I want to show you one more thing. Um, pull up that political commercial. Spencer, this is powerful, man. This is powerful. Not here in a small town. Hung Cow. Hung Cow. Does a, he's running for office. I don't know if he can speed this up or not. I mean, it's good, but uh, go ahead. Just play it. Go ahead and play it. This is the scariest sound you will hear when you live in a communist country. This is the last sound my parents heard when their fathers were taken away in the middle of night and they never saw their loved ones again. That's the sound of losing your freedom. The sound of always living in fear. That's my family's real life story. We escaped from Vietnam just days before Saigon fell to the communists. We were given a new life in the most generous country on earth. America saved my life. I graduated from the United States Naval Academy. I earned a master's in physics and fellowships at MIT and Harvard before the left replaced merit with racial quotas. I spent my life trying to repay my debt to America, my country, our country, with 25 years of service in Navy Special Operations, combat in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Somalia. But now our country has taken a dark turn. That's Joe Biden's Justice Department sending two dozen armed agents to arrest a pro-life activist in front of his family. That's Joe Biden's IRS raiding a gun shop and seizing thousands of records from law-abiding gun owners. Our names, our addresses, our social security numbers. That's Joe Biden arresting his challenger in the next election, a former president of the United States. And now a different sound. That's the sound of someone breaking into your home or business. The sound of crime destroying our cities and communities. That's how it all starts. They let criminals back on our streets. Millions of illegal immigrants pour across our border each year, including military-aged men from all over the world. And enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in this country. And the Biden family? Well, that's how it works in a dictatorship. The rules don't apply to the rulers. We are losing our country. You know it, but you also know you can't say it. We're forced to say that wrong is right. We're forced to lie. We can't let that happen. I've been all over the world. Believe me when I tell you, if America fails, there's nowhere else to go. I'm Hung Kao, retired Navy captain running for the United States Senate. I still believe America can be the land of opportunity. I have an obligation to fight back against those who want to control our lives and disrupt our families. We need real fighters, not politicians, not bureaucrats, not keyboard warriors acting tough in a custom-made suit. No, not here in America. We must refuse to be intimidated. We must be fearless. I'm Hung Kao. I'm running for Senate, and I approve this message because I'm not done fighting for us. Wow, huh? That's powerful. That's powerful. And see, that's what it's going to take. Notice how notice how the last thing they want, I've said it for how long, the white, Christian, evangelical male. That's who they're after, friends. That's who, that's who they're after. And we better, we better realize it. We better gird up. We better get united. And we better get ready to stand in a small town, in a small town where you still have a chance. Brett, come on in. Yeah, Coach, I just wanted to – so he made it to um, captain, which is a uh, full bird colonel in some of the other services. That's probably – there's a little bit of politics involved with that rank, but I bet he saw the writing on the wall. He was going no further than that. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Men of character, we need it. We need it. Um, I'm going to shift gears on you now, all right? Put all that in the chat. I keep – folks, remember – all of the, everything we show is always in the links at Coach Dave Live. Always in the links. Everything so you can get there and share it. Share Jason Aldine. Share this stuff. 
so people know exactly what's going on. Play this real quickly. This doesn't, my buddy Mark Collier just sent me this. If you think uh, I make people mad, sorry, Betty, that uh, women in combat is one of the craziest things that we've ever done. I, I know a woman can shoot a gun as good as I get that, right? Watch this. It's about 30 seconds. Once again, to prove that there is no difference between biological females and biological males, we see this female marine against this male marine and watch how it is a completely fair and equal battle. Do you see? See? Exact same. Once again. All right, play it again. Play it again. To prove that there is no difference between biological females and biological males, we see this female marine against this male marine and watch how it is a completely fair and equal battle. Do you see? See? Yep, I see it. Exactly. I see it. I see it. Okay, cool. I'm going to shift gears on you. Uh, you'll be glad you you'll be glad you came here today. Um, play. I'm sorry. Where is it? Pray the priest. The third one. Down, I'm sorry. I said I sent you an email. That says demons on it. Demons. Play the third one down. It's a priest. And then I'm going to uh, just just listen to this, friends. The next three demons show up. The first is Asmodeus. He's the demon of homosexuality in man. Then there's the demon of Leviathan, which is the demon of homosexuality in men, but of the masculine kind. These are the women who are heavy on the heels, we would say. Okay. Then there is the spirit of Lilith, which is the more seductive form of female homosexuality. After those, after those have gained ascendancy in a culture, which, by the way, if you look at the cultures, every single culture is pushed in this direction. Okay. So, uh, historically, not just ours, but historically, this is always the progression. Once you have fornication, you end up with contraception, and then the upshot of that is uh, homosexuality and then abortion. Balfamet is the fifth one. And he's the demon of child sacrifice, abortion. In our culture, think of this. They shot down the fornication laws. And so they delivered us into the hands of Baal. They sh- then they had Roe versus Wade and delivered us into the hands of Balfamed. And then they allowed gay marriage. And so now our country politically is in the hold of the top five demons in hell other than Satan. They delivered us into after. Okay, so if you believe in spiritual warfare, if you really believe that there are angels and there are demons, and there are demonic forces, and there is a heaven and there is a hell, then give me a chance to uh, crack open what he spoke about today. It took me a while to compile this, so, so bear with mm-hmm. me. First one, bring up uh, 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 Baal. Bring up Baal. Click on that one, Spencer. I'm just going to run down through this list of them. And then I'll put all this in the chat so you can follow it up. And I've got these from different web- websites. So if you can make that a little bigger, Bay on demonology. Can you make it just a little bigger, buddy? Thank, uh, thank you. <clears throat> there you go. Baal, usually spelled Baal, also sometimes called Baal, is one of the seven princes of hell in Christian demonology. He's mentioned widely in the Old Testament as a primary pagan idol of the Phoenicians, often associated with hell and heathen goddess Astaroth, who's coming up. His name is a Northwest Semitic word and the title Master or Lord, which is used for various gods, including Hadid, <clears throat> excuse me, who were patrons of cities in the Levant and Asia Minor, cognate to, was, and nevertheless, few if any biblical uses of Baal if you refer to Hadid. Baal is a Christian demon, down to the next paragraph, Christian demon who was ranked as the first and principal king in hell, ruling over the East. And according to some authors, Baal is Duke of Hell, with 66 legions of demons under his command. Time out, man. Have you heard this in your Baptist church? Anybody been taught any of this in your Baptist church at all? Know what's going so we know what we're going against? Okay, so that's Baal, right? Who is he? What does he say he is? He's a Christian demon who's ranked as the first principal king in hell, Baal. And so when we murder babies, we offer them to the king of hell. King, prince of you. Somebody amen to me? Okay, cool. Next one he talked about was... uh, Amen. Was Asmodeus. Asmodeus. Never heard of Asmodeus in my life. I'll put this in the chat. You can follow up on it. Asmodeus is one of the seven principles of hell. 
a demon whose wickedness is matched only by his talent. He specializes in spreading lust, and he doesn't just prey on common people. Uh Uh-uh, no, kings, queens, and even divine beings have been attacked by his touch. Think about how insatiable the desire is of people in the power to have more, more sex, more money, more food, more, more, more. And and Asmodeus may be, by the way, these are the guys that the priest just mentioned. Asmodeus may be the prince of lust, but his looks aren't exactly tantalizing. He's a monstrous creature with three heads, one like a sheep, one like a bull, and one like a man. The man's face mouth sound like most normal, but with pointed ears, a hooked nose, jagged teeth, fire-breathing mouth. This human characteristic is perhaps the most dang ghoulish of all. <clears throat> Quickly, how many have ever heard of this? Can I take my hand down? I've never heard of this. I never heard of this. Keep going. Keep going. I'm going to. I'm going to, right? Now, I'm not going to read down all the characteristics. I'll put it in the chat. You can follow it up yourself. This is one of the priests. He said the next guy in power, the next guy was who? Was Baal and then Amadeus, whatever the heck his name is. And then he said, once Amadeus gets in, then they release Asmodeus. I'm sorry, Asmodeus. There he is. Once he released that dude, he's followed by his friend, by the way, Male homos. Asmodeus becomes male homos. I'm looking at my notes. Then it's followed by the female Leviathan. Bring her up here. Who's Leviathan? An uneasy feeling rises in your stomach as you watch the waters begin to churn with the bow of the ship. You're marked on a journey, yada, yada. As you can see, what is Leviathan? Leviathan, is that what I'm on? Yeah. Leviathan has been a source of curiosity among Christians and non-believers alike since the inception the creatures expressed in pages of the Bible. Leviathan is known to be a fearsome primordial being that ruled over other creatures of the sea. Their varying descriptions, yada, yada, yada. Leviathan is known to be an enormous sea monster that was one of Yahweh's original creations. There were seven other that were created, but Leviathan was known to be the most dangerous of, of them all. Okay, so there you go. Serpent, Leviathan. There's number two, which the priest was talking to us about. Okay, and then, by the way, that becomes Leviathan. No, no, it's, I don't get ahead of myself. That becomes uh, homosexuality as well. Third one, Lilith. We've talked about Lilith before. Who is Lilith? I, f- I found all many, most of these are right there. Good. Lilith is known to be the first woman to ever be created according to many ra- rabbinic texts, the source of much Jewish mythology. Several different perspect- pr- perspectives of who Lilith and why she was dangerous, but all of them involved her hatred towards Adam, Eve, and their descendants. Hatred towards Adam and Eve on their descendants. Depending on the source, Lilith is usually portrayed as being a dangerous seductress or a killer of infants. At times, she's also said to be an evil demoness or a practitioner of witchcraft who is known to cast vile spells onto men and women who worshiped Jehovah. Okay, now let me make a connection. Jonathan Kahn has written a book, Return of the Gods. Are you guys, are you, are you paddling with me? Understand what's going on? And what we're seeing is because, remember, nature abhors a vacuum. Righteousness leaves, filth enters. Righteousness leaves, debauchery enters. There is no demilitarized zone. So that's Lilith. And she becomes, of course, the demon of lesbianism. And then the last one. These are the five that he talked about were is Baphomet. And who's Baphomet? I went to got questions for this one. Baphomet's the name of the fake God associated in times past with Knights Templar, the day with Satanism and the occult. The occult, we can call it fake if they want to. The occult believe in Baphomet. Modern representations of Baphomet picture with goat's head on a human body. We've all seen that, right? Horns is a torch. And these images also include a pentagram. However, its name came to Baphomet and apparently arrived in Europe with the Knights, to the Masons, upon their return to France from the Crusades. In the early 1300s, the inquisitors of King Philip accused the Knights of discovering worship foreign god Baphomet during the war. Yada, yada. Free ma- ma- attempts have been also been made to link Baphomet to Freemasonry, but these accusations are either inconclusive or complete fabrication. Yada, yada, yada. So here, what the priest just told us, these demons have re-established their authority. No, now wait a minute. That's not true. They have no authority, but they've re-established their effectiveness. 
And we're seeing how one demon leads to another. So what are you talking about? Baal leads to Asmodeus, which leads to Leviathan. When you open the door, the flies come in, the stink bugs come in, the mosquitoes come in. And that's exactly what we see going on in the American culture. The door has been opened. The door to hell has been opened. And all of these things are manifesting. And there's no other way for us to be able to explain what's going on unless we understand the spiritual significance of what, of what we're seeing happen. The church teaches no, no demonology. Church will not even touch demonology. One more thing, and then I'm going to open it up here. Um, I have a standalone, Spencer, let me find it here, buddy. I'm sorry. I'll play that video. Play the princes of hell. Play that real quick. Put it at, um, it's at the bottom there, Spence. I think. Uh, Yeah, YouTube at the top, Seven Demons of Hell. I'm sorry I didn't give you more notice here. You can play it at about 1.5 speed. Hell is undoubtedly a dreadful place filled with pain and suffering. The ones subjugated to it are destined to eternal suffering. But, according to some Christian traditions, the souls of sinners are not the only ones there. They share their misery in the company of the most sinister creatures, conventionally known as demons. Among these, seven stand out, the seven princes of hell. These demons are related to each of the seven deadly sins. Belphegor, the lord of the fire, is also known as a demon of laziness. According to some traditions, Belphegor had once been a powerful archangel named Balpior. But when the rebellion of Lucifer was unleashed in the heavens, he did not join the rebelling angels, nor did he support the army of the Lord's angels. Due to his inertia, he was considered a defector and thrown into hell. Azazel was among the fallen angels who rebelled against God. At the dawn of time, Azazel was carnally related to the women who lived on earth. The fruits of this union were known as Nephilim. Azazel's descendants would taint the earth and because of that were swept away by the God-generated flood. Azazel, who once had been an angel, became an archdemon who represents the sin of wrath. Mammon was one of the many pre-Christian deities. He started to be seen as a devilish figure associated with the sin of greed and avarice. Jesus condemned the cult of money personified in Mammon's figure. Therefore, men could not serve Mammon and God at the same time. Beelzebub is associated with the figure of Baal, a former Semitic god of fertility, and Zebud, the lord of the flies. This merger gave rise to the figure of Beelzebub, the demon of pestilences. He is regarded as one of the most powerful demons, only behind Lucifer. His unquenchable hunger turns him into a relentless devourer. The plagues brought by the demon devour everything in its path. Therefore, he is associated with the sin of gluttony. Asmodeus is one of the most powerful infernal demons. His origin is found in the most impure man that ever existed. He was the king of Sodom, the sin city. Asmodeus guided Sodom's inhabitants towards depravity. Thus the city endured God's wrath and was devastated. Asmodeus, the most corrupt of men, was elevated to a demon when he reached hell, and due to his lust, he is related to that sin. Leviathan is a dreadful creature that lives in the depths of the Mediterranean. His massive power awakens fear in the hearts of men. The description of this creature is found in Job's book, and that account describes it as something like a water dragon. The colossal sea demon is associated with the deadly sin of envy. The last and surely the most renowned infernal prince is Lucifer, the leader of the angels who rebelled against God. Lucifer was the most beautiful of all celestial beings, and for having such a wide array of qualities, the sin of pride took hold of him. His excessive pride led him to find himself equal to God, and so he conducted a rebellion against his creator. The demons were defeated by the angelic forces of Archangel Michael, and the rebelling forces were expelled from heaven and thrown into hell. In the depths of the earth, Lucifer and the other hellish princes conspire to corrupt God's work. These demons await the days preceding Christ's return, when they will take the earth through the Antichrist, again fighting the Creator's forces. Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, put that, putting all this stuff in the chat for you today. I want you to do one more thing here, Spencer. I just sent you, I just sent you a standalone email. Just sent it to you. You can pull that thing up for me. I'm sorry I'm so full of information today, folks, but it's uh, it's critical. We, we have, we're not to be ignorant of his devices, right? Not to be ignorant. Hang on, I'm doing something over here. Um, juggling everything here. Okay. Spencer, okay, folks, are you ready? Because we talked about this yesterday, and I want you to I want you to make a connection here. This is a list of the 20 richest pastors in the world. Do you guys, do you think that a millionaire pastor, you think that's biblical? Does anybody, would anybody think that would be biblical for a pastor to be wealthy? So I found this list. We're going to run down through them real quick, just so you see what's going on. 
20 richest pastors in the world. What? what? Hey, they're serving mammon, money, not God, because you won't hear any of this stuff that we're talking about today anywhere in churches. Joseph Prince, net worth $5 million. Let's go quick. T.D. Jakes, $20 million. Rick Warren, $25 million. Creflo Dollar, $27 million. Ray Mc- I don't even know Ray McCauley, $29 million. Some guy over in Africa, $39 million. Benny Hinn, $40 million. Jesse Duplantis, $50 million. Paul, I don't even know that guy, $50 million. I don't know him either, $60 million. Joel Osteen, $100 million. Pat Robertson, he's dead, $120 million. I hope he took it with him. Some other guy, $125 million. These guys are in, and they got the Christian gospel over in Africa, and they're teaching $150 million. Another $150 Kenneth Copeland, $300 million. Huh? Net worth. It's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When pastors begin to get rich, their mouth zippers shut. That's that's the reality. Put that in the chat as well. And let me click back over here. Let me catch a breath. Come on in, Clay. I'm going to open it up now. Come on in, Clay. Well, it makes me wonder if in uh, seminary, maybe they teach pastors not to talk about demons because you're right, Coach. You don't never hear them talk about demons. Well, you don't draw a crowd when you talk about that, do you, Clay? You sure don't? No, but the thing is, you probably would. And uh, it's very important. Uh, you need to know how to protect yourself from demons. And they yeah. act like this is something that happened a long time ago, and we don't have this issue anymore that demons can't affect you or, or, or uh, uh, you know, attack you. Which, and, and, Clay, and then, how about this? Clay, then how about you this? have the extreme. I'm sorry, Coach. Go ahead. No, 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 I'm interrupting you. Go ahead. And then you have the extreme of uh, deliverance from demons. You might have that where where you got a preacher trying to cast demons out of people and evil spirits, but there's hardly anybody talking about how to protect yourself from the demons. Well, Clay, even this to recognize them. What do you think? Is it just me? Somebody, hey, hey, Craig Mickle, help me out. I see your hands up. Help me out here, Craig Mickle. Do you suppose any of these demons that we've been talking about, you think they've taken up residence in people in Washington, D.C.? Because the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, against principalities and powers. Do you think that these demons, this demonic influence, is impacting the Republicans and the Democrats in Washington, D.C., down into the state? I'd say, yeah. I'd say, yeah. Why? Because nature abhors a vacuum. You're either filled with the Holy Spirit or you're filled with some other spirit. And if the other spirit, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, I don't care what spirit is, it ain't good. It ain't good. And so we have we have Christians who do not have the Holy Spirit. Christians who do not have the Holy Spirit. Craig Mickle, come on in. Well, Coach, uh, you know, you referenced the Ephesians 6.12, and it, let's look at the words, principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual hosts. Well, Craig, demons, rulers of okay. darkness of this age, it says, it's even more specific than that. Go, go ahead. Correct, correct. In heaven, in heavenly places, okay, heavenly places, and heaven has three three localities, right? So demons really do not, does not, is not a word to apply to this. In other words, okay, Dwight Dwight Eisenhower was in the army, but you can't equate him with the private on the landing craft on Normandy Beach, okay? So what the, the references that you were talking about are like Dwight D. Eisenhower, okay? And they have geographic, authority yes sir okay and so when we're coming against those types of things you're you're coming against dwight d eisenhower types and we got to make that you know demons are the guys on the front lines right they're the uh the spirits of the crossbreeds right they're the the front line soldiers they're the front line soldiers right and and those you know we we really have a lot of authority over those these higher things okay that's what jesus was saying that comes out through prayer and fasting and walking in the will of God, because those are the ones that when Henry Groover went to the snake mound, <laughs> that's the one that kicked him on his butt. Okay. Amen. Amen. So since we, since we know that we're dealing with that folks, and then uh, to, to, to realize that the people that we have in positions of authority are controlled by a 
different spirit. And if we don't understand that it's, that it's a, remember, nature abhors a vacuum. You are going to be serving somebody, whoever that might be. And we're in a, Kim, why do you think they didn't want all those Christian people coming to Washington, D.C. on January 6th? Hmm? 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 Are we making any connection? Oh, by the way, I got to pull that up. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I have time to do Hang on with me. I got to look here a minute, Spencer. Prayer okay, and I make fasting. It? Oh, I got I to show you here. I got to show Let me find it here. Let me find it. Because I got to, somebody talk a minute because I got to send it. To Wait, real quick, real quick coach. coach. So real quick, let me just, okay. So Phoenix was the God, the, remember, Ra, the sun God. And the Super Bowl was in Phoenix, right? Yeah. So, so Phoenix just passed its all-time record of over 110-degree days, and they're going into next week. They were in the 19th day over 110. I believe the Lord's given them what they wanted. When, <laughs> when uh, Rhea came down and dressed in red as she's carrying the Antichrist, so he's giving them a little taste of what hell looks like. That's, that's right Amen. there in Phoenix. Amen. Amen. Let me give you another one here. Are you ready, Spencer? I just sent it to you. I just sent a new link to you. Pull it up there. Oh, this is so good. Man, I'm telling you. If I wasn't doing this show, I'd watch this show. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm. than your pastor right now. If you've been watching this at any length of time, you're smarter than your pastor already. Did you get it, Spence? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Because I want you to see this. Okay, folks? Now, look. Look. I want you to, are you, I want you to show. I'm going to show you four examples here of what we, why I'm a King James only guy. Okay? So here's King James version of Matthew 17:21. Okay? It says, "Howbeit this kind kind What's that mean? Kind. This kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting." Time out a minute. Wonder how many pastors in America are telling their people to fast. Oh, we're good on that prayer thing, aren't we? Oh yeah, we're good on that prayer closet thing. Not a single one, coach. We don't hear it at all, do we? Now I'm going to show you something. Are you ready, Spencer? This is going to go fast, okay? So the next link, Spencer, is Matthew seventeen twenty one in the NSAB, the New American Standard Bible. What do you find there, Spence? Well, there isn't. There isn't a Matthew 17, 21 in the New American Standard Bible. What? Yeah, there isn't one. No valid results are found. All right, well, Spencer, daggone, I hate that NSAB. Pull up the NET. Pull up the NET, the New English Translation. What's it say? What? Then they don't want us fasting? One of the greatest weapons we have. Somebody got in there and changed the Bible? Oh, well, coach, don't worry about it because I use the New Life translation. I knew I use the New Life, coach. Well, good. They don't have it in it either. And we could go on with all. You go to Bible Gateway and you just look the different Bibles. Why would that be taken out? Why would that be taken out? Mic drop. To make us toothless. To make us toothless. Because why? There's power in fasting. Go back to the original one, Spencer. Go back to the original one. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Somebody's fooling us. Somebody's messing with us. Well, they messed up. They messed up wrong, Coach. Benny, don't just come in. Benny, don't just come in there. You I know why I got to make the point, else. Coach. Coach, we got, got people, we got people waiting that. in line. Got people waiting is, in line. But this is pertinent to the point. I've been this fasting. Jeff, Jeff Nell's pertinent to the point as well. Go, Jeff. You're not getting it because there's two T's in Matthew. If you see up in the top, it's only one T. That probably you're not getting it. Deception, lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. George McCloy, come in. Coach, this is the reason I have invited Brad over in summer. The Lord laid a 
heavy on me. I'll, I'll put it in the chat too. I've, I found maybe 45 different things. I said, the end, Brett said, that's blasphemy. Now the serpent is more subtle than any beast in the field, which the Lord God had made. Um, 900 and some with the NIV, 1,200 with the new King James version. I'm going to put it in the chat. The two, okay. They don't want you praying and fasting. They don't want you fasting because some of those demons only come out if you fast. Angie. Well, they do many such. Yeah. Go All ahead. right. Yes. Yeah, they do many such things as this. If you go through and you have several Bibles in front of you as you're going through and reading your Bible and study it out, they have added to and they have taken away untold amounts of time. And the, and the Father is very clear, you do not add to or take away from my word. Amen. And it is out there, and you have got to study to show yourself approved because a lot of us have been deceived by the church because of these added and taken away things. Amen. Amen. Hey, Vinny, now you can have your turn. Now you can have your turn, Vinny. Okay, now the point the point was this. Well, I almost forgot the point. Uh that's the that's whole thing. Remember, I have no short term memory. That's why I do these things. It was it was the point of what you were talking about before. Uh, I, I can't remember because I'm sorry. Okay. I'll talk okay. about it. It was about your fasting, Vinny. You were talking about fasting, honey. Oh, that's the fasting, yes, yes, yes. So they poison the air, right? I have not been able to eat for the last three weeks. Oops. And intentionally, I've been fasting. How do you like that? Wow. I'll be, I'll be darned. I'll be darned. Connect the dots. Tracy, come on in. Hey, thanks for pointing that verse out, um, Coach. I've really been uh, looking at a lot of the translations, too. And one that really sticks out to me is First Timothy 6.20, when um, they're talking about false science. And the other translations oh, cool. do not. Science, they leave out oh, the cool. word science. Science. Yep, they don't yep. want you to know science is false. Amen. Science falsely called, I believe is what it says, Tracy. Good, good. Hey, Tracy, I'm so proud. What of verse you. was that? Science co- so called. Somebody look it up for me. Science. First Timothy six twenty. First Timothy six twenty. Oh, Timothy, keep them which is committed to thy trust, and avoid profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so called. See, they can call transgenderism science and get away with it. That's what they're doing. It's quackery. It's quackery. And the other translations leave out the word science. They put oh, other words in mine. it. Wouldn't that be something? Huh? Wouldn't that? Everybody has, a, everybody has an agenda. Tom Stout. Here's what I have against the King James Bible. In Genesis 6, it, it says the, the, the women were somehow responsible for these wicked men coming in and making, you know. And so those people are called the same as in John 1, 12. See, in NAS, it says, the John 1, 12 says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. Power power to become children of God. Well, this says the right to become the children of God, even those who believe in his name. To me, to be called a child of God is different from being called the same as those people that were matching up with the Nephilim, etc. That's what I have against KJV. Okay. I, I, to me, power is much more... Stronger than right. Agree. So, I mean, we're, we're picking up bones here. Don't pick up bones. I get it. I get it. I get it. Randy. Coach, <clears throat> there's so many translations. Okay. We're, we're just now waking up to the fact that, that we, they have censored the word of God through these things. Some, some of them. So for instance, coach, you know, the video I sent you the other day on, yep. on the, on the, when they found this third oldest Greek manuscript, in the book of Mark, and, 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 if I, and I say this, if they would have had this manuscript in, in, at the King James table in 1611, this would probably be the text we would read in the book of Mark. But it's not in there. We don't read it, it because it's, it wasn't found. But any, anyhow, Coach, the point is 
the Calvinist teaching who must have, most of us have come through, through the Baptist church, Calvinism, he wasn't big on the spirit. He was all word. He taught this. This is how we were, we believe this is in us. Now, that's not only, that's only part of the witness. The witness is the spirit and the word. So you can't throw out the spirit. Now look at all the evangelical churches. They lack the Holy Spirit. Oh, they'll tell, oh, it's not in the word. I won't do it. But, but see what God is showing us that we have been censored and the word of God, we only get parts of it and we get changes. Some of it's error. We have the Holy Spirit to witness each other. See, and we need both of those tools and we need to know how to use them and understand the Holy Spirit. Then when you come down to this translation thing, you don't get pushed off into some twilight zone and, and you stay with the, the intent of the word. Amen. So, Randy, I think I'd rather, this is blasphemous. I think I'd rather have the Holy Spirit than the Bible. Uh, uh, why? Because the Holy Spirit's life. It's living and breathing. The Holy Spirit. And see, look, the danger of all these different translations. See, they translated it so dummies like you and me could understand it better. Get the experts and they they made it easier for us to understand. And they changed it. They changed the meaning of it, in my opinion. Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, I just you brought up the um Return of the Gods book, and I just wanted to read one quick paragraph out of there. For in the days of the gods, one must never bow one's knee to any idol, any darkness, or any evil. In the days of darkness, the light must not waver or weaken, but must grow stronger. And if the dark grows darker still, then the light must shine all the more brightly into it. And those who will not give up will in the end prevail. Those who do not give up in the end will prevail. Wow. Amen. See, we think we, we don't, we don't, I'm telling you folks, we don't understand. See, how many times do you hear people say, I know in the end we win. Now, hey, what does that even mean? Well, they'll say, no, I know in the end God wins. What, what does that even mean? You just all of a sudden win. Anybody played a football game where somebody just declared you the winner? Anybody played a football team where your team was taken out of here and then everybody on the other team was killed and then you came back and win? Is that, is that nope. a win? Would you, call that a, would you call that a win? That, that's a win? What? We're conquering. We serve a conquering king. We're advancing a kingdom. God, if we could get it. Craig and then Myra. Amen, coach. Thanks, Sherry. At least I got one, one Bob. I don't care if you be with me or not. I just want you to think on your own and start listening to Billy Bob Sickles standing in your pulpit telling you stuff that isn't true. Myra, Craig, I wanted you to uh, get it. Uh, so that was, that's why September last year in Gettysburg was really important because we went on the anniversary where the whole nation was in prayer, humiliation, and fasting. So you had your governmental leaders to an extent, Abraham Lincoln, at least half the country, right, was in agreement and doing these things in a spiritual battle to walk through the will of God. Amen. Amen. And, when, and when we have that synergy of being of one accord, in the, in, there's a movement and shaking in our reality. The average churchgoer in America doesn't even know there's such a thing as demons. Ohio Brett, quickly. Hey, don't rob us the blessing. We practice by reading the Bible. We practice by watching Coach Dave every day. Because in practice, we prepare for third and 15. And when we stuff them, the team celebrates. Amen. Amen. We win. We all win in the end. We all win, but we ought to win now, I think. Myra, wrap it up. Yes, Coach. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. Lies, deception, and fear. Job. Oh Two, one to two. And the Lord say unto Satan, From hence comest thou. And Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. Hallelujah. Wow. Where'd you come from? From going to and fro from the earth and walking up and down. And we have got to be the most biblically ignorant group of Christians in the history of America. 
Evil men have crept in unaware. They changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creation, the creature rather than the creator. And as a result, we have million-dollar pastors that aren't even ashamed to be million-dollar pastors. And it's easier for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into the kingdom of God. How could any how could any pastor have millions and millions of dollars? Somebody explain that to me. Somebody explain that to me. And that's the that's the gospel that's crept in, that that prosperity gospel, which is no gospel at all. Wow. A lot of information today. See you tomorrow.